What is up, you guys? My name is Sabrina, and I get to be one of the hosts for this podcast on fire. For those who are new here or those who are coming back, welcome. I'm so excited, so stoked, so grateful, and so thankful that you guys are tuning in for today's amazing word. And it is Thanksgiving week. Oh my gosh, I've been like dreading good and bad for this day to come because one, I am trying to lose some weight okay <laughs> i've been hitting the gym i've been working out and thanksgiving is coming and i can't wait for the food but i was like oh, i don't want to gain back everything i worked hard for to lose but i'm excited one because it is thanksgiving week it is thanksgiving giving thanks to everything that god has blessed me with and i hope you guys can do the same plus my family gets to be here we're all united and just in harmony and loving just loving every moment so i hope you guys are having the same as well but if not there is not an opportunity for you i am here i will have a thanksgiving with you online through the podcast and through life okay but as you can tell we are in the message series we're still in the message series we have two more episodes two more parts and then we're completely done with this message series so i'm so grateful that you guys were still tuning in and participating in this with me as well but as you can tell, we're doing examples of obedience again just sharing stories from the bible and sharing specific characters and how their obedience with god played an important role in their walk with god and just a reminder how important obedience is like a lot of people may mistake it like oh you know but i feel like obedience is very very important in your walk with christ it is an essential necessity to um to have when you're walking with god and for those who are new to christ and new at this journey with god like i hope this is an encouraging moment to how to how and what that looks like in your walk of obedience towards god and for those who have been on a long journey like me well not very long but have started to lack in obedience and i can say that for myself because again i am human i am always going to be human i am going to make mistakes so not only am i able to help you guys and teach you this but it's also helping me teaching me things as i do the study and research so don't just think you're getting fed the word i'm getting fed the word as i speak these very things off my paper on the screen so last episode we got to do part five of uh daniel's obedience where we got to talk about his miraculous save by the lion's den you know god just took him out of that den without any wounds marks injuries cuts bites nada he came out just clean as clean (laughs) i hope so if you guys are curious about that and want to know more about that miraculous the impossible the impossible make sure you go check that out um titled daniel's obedience and once you're done make sure you come back here because you don't want to mess out on today's amazing amazing word as you can tell we're doing part six and we're going to be talking about paul's obedience again just a reminder i'm filming at my house so if you hear my dog my dog barking and other dogs just you know ignore it they're they're, they also want to be shouted out on the podcast so shout out my dog but anyways let's just go ahead and get started because this intro has been kind of kind of lengthy that i expected it but we're going to be talking about paul's obedience and just sharing his story and his obedience towards god and how there was a bunch a bunch of haters on paul you could find the specific things that i'm going to be talking about in the book of acts which is in the new testament oh my gosh my dog is barking like crazy (sighs) but you can find this story like the specific things i'm going to be talking about in the book of acts which is a fifth book of the new testament in chapters 9 to 28 i know 9 to 28 is a big old gap but uh, for the sake of time for the sake of your ears i won't babble on i'm just gonna highlight and pinpoint things i personally feel like explained and shared paul's obedience and how that can be an encouraging moment for us 
because I can't go in detail and blabble on because I am a talker. <laughs> so my family says, and I believe it. But anyways, we're just going to go ahead and jump right into it. So Paul, a lot of you may know Paul. A lot of you may know his story, his background. Um, just a little recap. Paul is known as the Apostle Paul. Okay, He was known for making half of the New Testament books, you know, Philippians, Colossians, 1st, 2nd Corinthians, Ephesians, Hebrews. He is known for making all those letters while he was imprisoned, okay, which I'll talk about in just a second. Um, he was also known as a Christian persecutor. Um, his original name was actually Saul before he had changed all that. And I'll get to that in just a second. But he's from the ancient tribe of Benjamin from his fa father's line. Like I said, his original name is Saul. He, um, he was devoted into a Jewish family, Tarsus in Roman district. Now he was, so he's pretty much a Roman citizen. Okay. He was born in the Roman area. It's kind of like saying, um, me being American citizen, but I'm actually Guatemalan interesting fact about me <laughs> but it's kind of like that like you're born let's say i was born in japan but i'm actually hispanic okay that's pretty much what paul is trying to explain his story is that he's a roman citizen but he is jewish after all so before encountering jesus like i said paul was known for persecuting people who had anything anything to do with church or with god or just followers of christ baby christian anyone who prayed anyone who seeked out for god he literally demolished him he would destroy them he would um, you know, all sorts of things, okay? He would just kill the children of God. Now, this is where Paul starts to change for those who are wondering, <laughs> why would God, even God used him, which is a totally different topic, but it's such a beautiful thing. Um, this is where Paul starts to change. Um, you can find this in Acts 9, where he shares a story of encountering Jesus. So this is after the death and resurrection of Jesus. Again, you can find that in the, uh, the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. So this is after Jesus' death and resurrection and him ascending into heaven. He appears to Saul, okay? So Saul falls down on his knees. Again, I'm talking about Paul, but Saul, um, he falls down on his knees and it completely goes white, okay? Like he can't see a dang thing. It is just white. He was actually on a journey with two other people to go and like persecute some more Christians. So this is where Jesus says in verse five to four to five in Acts 9, where he says, Saul, Saul. Why do you persecute me? Now get up and go into the city and you will be told what you must do. Now, Paul, he obviously questions, who are you? <laughs> and he tells him, like, I am the man you persecute. I'm Jesus. I'm that guy. So Paul was like, you know what? After this moment, you are real. You are you are that guy. And Paul did as he commanded. And again, that is a small act of obedience. It may, I feel like a lot of people mistake obedience for like a big, big thing. But obedience can take like little like it says in the bible like you can have faith as small as a mustard seed like obedience can be the smallest act into eye into the god's eyes is the most beautiful and big act of all but anyways in this time jesus removed paul's sight for three days okay so a disciple named and and i oh my gosh i'm so bad with names even if i try so hard to pronounce it i'm so bad at it but one of the disciples um, he was a discipler of God, was commanded to meet Paul and restore his sight. And after that, Saul became Paul. This is where Jesus was like, you're no longer to be called Saul, you're going to be called Paul. It was a change of name, it was a change of life, just as Abraham and Sarah, they were known as Abram and Sarah, I believe, yes. And then now it's Abraham and Sarah. So Paul in that moment gave his life to Christ and Paul was on a mission for God, for Jesus. Okay, that again 
is an act of obedience. He's walking in obedience. Now, this is where Barnabas and Paul, Barnabas is one of the replacements uh, for Judas who had betrayed Jesus. And the rest of the disciples like, hey, we need a replacement. We needed a guy to fill this in. So they chose Barnabas and Paul were traveling to new places. You can find this in the book of Acts 13 to 14. So this was Paul's first missionary journey. The Holy Spirit calls on Paul and Barnabas because they were together at the time, like working together. And Acts 13 verses 2 to 3 says, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, okay, for a lot of you who don't know what fasting is, I've talked about this before in a couple of episodes back with Stephanie, uh, I believe it's ways to get closer to God. I believe it's that episode, so make sure you go check that out. Um, it says, the, while they were worshiping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work. Well, obviously, he hasn't changed his name just yet. It was still Saul, but eventually he changed his name. Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. Mm. That I just, I highlighted the, they placed their hands on them and sent them off because Barnabas and Saul, that was just again an act of obedience. They were doing what the Holy Spirit had called them and they were able to hear of the Holy Spirit because of the worshiping the Lord and fasting. They were doing acts of things that God is calling us and calling them to do. They were fulfilling what, the commands that Jesus was giving them. So that was my sister's door. Again, I'm filming in my own household. <laughs> um, so Paul started to preach to the people in the synagogues. Okay, he was speaking to the Israelites, the Gentiles. He was introducing everyone to Jesus Christ, sharing Jesus' story and what he did for us. So he was just going out and sharing the good news, meaning the gospel, meaning Jesus and what he did on the cross, what he did for our sins, and just everything he firmly believed in, in his heart, that like he was just preaching it out. And that again is an act of obedience because uh, in the book of Mark, I don't exactly know where, but in the book of Mark, it does say that we were supposed to go and preach to all nations. And that's what Paul was doing. He was traveling again. This is his first missionary trip from persecuting christians okay like this boy grew up as a jewish person okay he knew of god he knew the things that god did back in the old testament but he chose to persecute people and then now he's a fully changed man and ready to go far as jesus can take him and acts 13 49 it says the word of the lord spread through the whole region people started to change in their beliefs and started to believe in jesus because of the obedience to paul now we can thank paul for everything paul was paul was the guy okay like he was he was top g <laughs> he really he really really was but that i feel like that wasn't able to happen if jesus didn't show his if god didn't show his love grace and mercy upon paul and yes paul deserves the credit for taking that obedience but again it all goes back to the most high king and that is god himself in verse 8 to 10 it says in lystria there sat a man who was lame he had been the, that way from birth and had never walked. He listened to Paul as he was speaking. Paul looked directly at him, saw that he had faith to be healed and called out. Paul said, stand up on your feet. At that, the man jumped up and began to walk. Now, this, a lot, a lot of, uh, bleh, <laughs> this verse may not seem like an act of obedience, but it honestly was because back in the episode that i did intro what is obedience again obeyed means trusting it means to trust and paul had 
the obedience. He obeyed and trusted that God was going to heal this man to get up and walk. Now, this reminds me of the story where Jesus went into like the 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 synagogues, you know, raising that man who was paralegic for like years since he was since he was born as well since he was a kid and god did that in front of everybody and jesus did that in front of everybody and god healed him so paul had obedience and he had the faith he trusted that he was going to that that is obedience trusting because it, it is god's command in proverbs 3 5 it says trust in the lord with all your heart so that's what paul did he trusted god with all his heart he believed and had full confidence that god was going to raise him from being lame from um not walking since birth like he trusted and believed in that and that again is obedience because that's what god is calling us to do so around this time, a priest became jealous of Paul of Artemis and told the crowd to stone them and beat them. They were little jelly wellies, okay? Like, again, again, Paul had so much haters around him. He had so many people who were out to get him, just like Jesus. But Paul was not fearful. Paul was not fearful. He wrote, He writes in the book of um, Romans 8.31, If God is for us, who could be against us? He had on fire, and he was fuego he had the most on fire thing in his body around him he just had the circling of the holy ghost around him like he had no fear whatsoever <clears throat> so obviously that didn't stop paul the crowd thought paul and barnabas were dead after stoning them and trying to like get them to get dead <laughs> but the disciples came to help them up paul got up and left for derby and continued to preach the gospel and grow the kingdom of god now honestly i'm not gonna lie i'd be kind of scared if someone tried to kill me and i know fear of death is a lot on people but as you like grow with christ you kind of like well i know you become confident where you know you're gonna go and i feel like paul wasn't fearful of death because he knew that god wasn't done with him he knew that god needed him to do more and he had the full confidence that god was going to continue to use him for the kingdom of god so he didn't become fearful again this is not all about him he could care less about his fleshly self he just cared about like the spiritual life and how he wanted to grow the kingdom of god so he continued to do that which is an act of obedience and a step of faith honestly that is a step of faith now in acts 16 and 17 this is paul's second missionary trip paul and silas so he's with a different partner now in philippi this is in Acts 16 in verse 6 it says the holy spirit forbids paul to go into the asia minor now um when i read it it doesn't exactly say that but as i was studying researching that paul was actually forbidden to go there by the holy spirit so the holy spirit told him I was like i don't want you to go there not because of they don't need to be hearing the gospel because everybody needs to hear the gospel whether you're a christian or not but it was just not the right timing just yet and i feel like that's what god tugs on our hearts just not yet just not yet and i always tell my family i hate the word soon because like if i'm talking to god and i hear the word soon or my dreams is like soon or through a message soon i'm like when is soon i'm like i'm getting tired of this soon i need to know now when it you know so that's just an act of patience and obedience at that so he doesn't go he's like all right bet i got you holy spirit don't even worry about it so in verse 9 it says during the night paul had a vision of a man of macedonia standing and begging him come over to macedonia and help us so through a vision, through a dream, Paul and Silas and others are called to Macedonia, where they convert a number of people to believe in Jesus, including Lydia, a seller of purple goods in her household, as well as a jailer in his household in Philippi. Wow. Because obviously around this time, Paul, you know, probably got locked up again. And the jailer, he started preaching the gospel and the jailer was in on it. He was like, you know what? 
the guy that was the guard okay he started to hear he's like oh my gosh okay like even the jailers like everybody they were fully in it they were believing in the gospel and they were able to change their ways and give their life to christ now through a vision like there are some things that god tells me like through a dream if it's a random person i haven't spoke to in years he's like i need you to reach out to them and i'm like oh uh i don't know about that but again, it's not about me. It's not about my desires. If it, if it is of God and God wants me to reach out to this person, whether we had beef or not, or whether my old self was going to throw down on them or what things are said between us, it doesn't matter because I'm a changed person. And I feel like God needs to use me to reach out to them. And I feel like through a vision that is an act of obedience, if you act out from a vision, vision that is obedience because you're doing what God is commanding you to do. So... Obviously, Paul and Silas were thrown into jail. That's when he gathered people because the angry. There were a bunch of haters again. They were after Paul. They didn't want to hear, and mostly because the Jewish people didn't want the Gentiles be a part of them. They felt like they had. Now this is back then. Okay, this is back back then. Okay, so the Jewish they didn't really agree with the Gentiles. They were always beefing with each other, and the Gentiles tried so hard to feel like they need to be a part of the Jewish community to be a Christian and stuff like that, but they felt unworthy. They felt unaccepted by the Jewish people. Again, this is back, back then. Okay, this is around the Jesus time, okay? <clears throat> now, so while preaching in Thessalonica, obviously this is the first and second book of Thessalonians that he wrote to them, Paul and Silas met opposition from some Jews and moved to Athens. Again, some Jews were not okay with Paul's preaching. So in Athens, although many scuff at him, Okay, Paul persuades some people of the good news about Jesus' resurrection and promised return. So obviously, Paul's preaches and he prophesies that Jesus is going to come back, which is known as the rapture, which is known in the book of Revelations, which is hard to interpret. <laughs> Trust me, I've tried. My sister wants, I, she actually wants to do a Bible study over the book of Revelation. And I was like, ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I'm low-key kind of thinking about it just because of how curious I am of it. And yeah, I just feel like I had to share that. But anyways... So Paul continues to do what he's doing no matter what. That, again, is obedience. Obedience, obedience, obedience. Paul and Silas in Thessalonica in Athens, which is found in the Acts in Acts 17. Again, Paul would preach about Jesus, and some became followers and believed. And obviously, some of those didn't. Some of those hated, you know, did things, said things to Paul. And Paul didn't mind it, you know. Because, again, I feel like those are the demonic spirits that are within them that are keeping them in bondage and hold like keeping them in a hold to not be able to accept the preaching of the gospel and that's a good topic for a different time but this is where paul is in corinthian corinth obviously the book of corinthians and ephesus which is the book of ephesians um this is places he would go visit and you can find this in acts 18 and 19 paul was always always with haters not with haters but he had haters with him consistently everywhere he would go every everywhere he would be there was always people who did not want him there, you know, curse him out, throw stones at him, everything, okay, you name it. People who harm him and curse him in Acts 18, 9, 11, it says, One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. In a vision. <laughs> Do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent, for I am with you, and no one's going to attack and harm you, because I have many people in the city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year and a half, teaching them the word of God. And all it needed was a vision from God. I mean, if, if God came to me and was like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> Say less. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> because it directly came from him. It came from a vision. And Paul reacted on that vision and stepped into obedience and again stepped into faith. No matter, I, I guess around this time, Paul was having some doubts, probably like a little scary wearies that he was going to get dead. Okay. 
that he was going to die okay so paul really needed this reassurance from god i feel like we all do do not be afraid keep on speaking do not be silent for i'm with you and no one's going to attack and harm you because i have many people in the city so paul stayed there continuing to preach the word of god to preach about jesus and what he came to do for us and our sins now remember how i said that the holy spirit had forbidden paul to go into the asia minor now in this chapter in this era holy spirit finally gave the okay to preach in ephesus okay which is obviously in the asia minor so in acts 18 19 it says they arrived at ephesus in 21 verse 21 it says this is what paul says i will come back if it is god's will then he set sail for ephesus again acting on god's will and god's intentions for his life and for other people's life he was doing the god's god's will um i know the lord's prayer or what jesus told the disciples to pray and how to pray was uh the our father and it was like our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done meaning your will be done here on earth and in our lives and that's something i always pray every morning and pray every night it's just allowing god to his will to be here you can ask and ask but you have to accept it as well and this is what paul did he accepted the will of god again just obeying and trusting in god's will now this is paul's third missionary trip in acts 20 to 21 paul sets sails for jerusalem which is found in acts 20 to 21 in acts 20 <laughs> um, verses 22 to 24 and now this is what paul says and now compelled by the spirit mm. I'm going to Jerusalem, not knowing what will happen to me there. Wow. I'm only there. I only know that in every city, the Holy Spirit warns me that prison hardships are facing me. However, I consider my life worthy, worth nothing to me. Wows. My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me. The task of testifying to the good, to the good news of God's grace. Compelled by the Spirit. Paul was like, I have no idea what I'm walking, my, getting myself into. I just know the Holy Spirit tells me I'm going to be persecuted. I'm going to be in jail. I'm going to be hit, thrown at, cussed at, spit at. He goes, I know there are so many things that are coming my way. He said, but I don't care. He said, because this is all for God. He goes, I can care less about my fleshly body. He goes, I know where I'm confidently going. He's like, but this is all for God. And if God is, my thing is, if God is calling him there, knowing he's going to be get beaten up and thrown and like everything's going to be a disaster for him there. He still trusts Like, Why would God send him there knowing that he's going to be persecuted? Because God knows everything. God is the, sees the eternal perspective of our lives. And I've always told people this, but if you play soccer, you know, they always say that the goalie sees everything. That the goalie should be vocal because the goalie sees the whole field. They're the last person behind everybody. They are the view takers of everything. So I always say God is my goalie because God sees my eternal perspective no matter what. So he knew that Paul was going to make it out. Paul was not going to die. Paul was going to make it out even if he had cuts and bruises. And Paul trusted in that. And that is so crazy to me because why would God send him there? And Paul's like... Mm, that's crazy god like you won't let me go through all this but he trusted because even though god was going to sit in there god was going to take him out like why would god place us in situations where we were not able to handle he gives the strongest battles to his strongest soldiers and i think that's such a beautiful beautiful thing again i can ramble but i'll stop so in acts 21 tells us about the trip to jerusalem so if you want to hear more about that make sure you go read that and just kind of hear about that story but this is where 
Paul's arrest happens and witness in Jerusalem in 21 to 23 of chapters of Acts. So although he knows the danger of his works among the Gentiles, Paul returns to Jerusalem to report um, his missions and bring offerings he had collected to aid the Jerusalem congregation, you know, the churches, you know, everything like that. While generally welcomed by the believers in Jerusalem, Paul must still prove his commitment to the Jewish law and defend himself before the people in the Jewish council of the elders. So again, Paul gets arrested, okay? He gets accused, he gets yelled at, he is put on trial, okay? So he has to go to different people, to the the king and then the king king and then he goes to like these royal people so paul witness the gentiles and the kings is found in acts 23 to 26 <clears throat> so before the roman officials felix vetus and the finally king Agrippa, which is harold Agrippa the second paul defends himself against charges brought by the jewish leaders so the the officials perceive his case as a dispute among the jews about their religious belief and therefore determine that paul does not deserve punishment even though he must be sent on to the rome because of his appeal to caesar so think guys they were gonna let him slide but paul's like actually no i need to go to this guy i need to go and see caesar because caesar is located in rome though he's actually located in jerusalem to rome and that's what god was promising um what's it called that was that was god promising uh, telling paul that he needed to go to jerusalem then to rome this was god telling him that and he says it in that verse that i just said in um acts 20 to 22 to 24 he's compelled by the spirit to go to jerusalem and to go there not knowing what's going to happen but he knows that he's going to be persecuted thrown into jail all these hardships but his life means nothing to him because all he cares about is growing the kingdom of god and doing the will of god just again being obedient so they were going to let him slide they were going to let the homie slide but he chose to continue and go to caesar knowing that it could be more and a heck of a lot worse than he's already in in Paul in Paul's journey to Rome, this is when he's obviously on the ship and things get kind of crazy raisies. So in Acts twenty seven to twenty eight is where they talk about it, a dangerous storm at sea shipwreck um on the island of Malta where Paul heals many ill people, okay, and welcome outside of Rome proceed his two year stay there. Acts ends with Paul preaching in Rome. So even on the shipwreck, I know in the book of Acts it does say, um, as I was reading it, it was saying how there was a lot of people freaking out and wanted to leave and he was like actually no so they were unbelievers of god again they knew that paul was an on fire for christ person that he was in it to win it for god and they all looked at him like you know what? we're gonna trust this man because he he's something you know he has faith like i've never seen before he has this confidence that i've never seen before that it don't just come naturally it comes through the spirit so they believed and they trusted him and there he went healing people who were sick who were lame again on the boat on his way while he was being handcuffed this homie was handcuffed and he was still preaching the word of god still healing people left and right and obviously it planted seeds in those people's hearts the bible doesn't tell us exactly when paul died because paul did eventually get a martyred which is like beheaded he did get killed okay he eventually did but all we know is that he was he was beheaded. We don't know exactly when and where. We just know that a lot of the New Testament is just his letters he's written to the different places he's been to, you know, just encouraging him and giving him inspiration on that. But despite the hardships and persecution he faced, Paul remained obedient to God's calling to spread the gospel to all people. Paul's obedience shows the importance of remaining committed to God's calling, even if it means facing difficult circumstances. I know, again, the calling that I have is... Being the youth leader 
at my church and you know being a youth leader is not easy especially when you're dealing with a lot of adolescent people and a lot of adolescent kids who just have the mind of their own <laughs> and just kind of being patient with them and also this calling on this podcast this is not a fast-paced type of thing where like you release an episode and boom you're like on it you know it's not it's not that it's a long long journey it's a lot of patience a lot of endurance so you will face a lot of difficulty i know in my circumstances i will be facing a lot of difficult challenges you know a lot of difficult circumstances whether it's financially or the draining of the kids or just coming up with um, messages for you guys and messages for my my youth class it's going to come with a lot of frustration a lot of physical difficulties but i'm remaining committed and devoted to god's calling paul faced numerous challenges in his ministry but he remained obedient to god's calling and was able to impact countless lives as a result now i know i've been called into the the youth ministry so yes there will be numerous challenges that i'm going to be facing but i'm going to lean on god and i hope this is encouragement for you as well like any ministry that you whether you sell t-shirts i know my sister does cups or you have a ministry of dance or you have a public website for god and you just sell things that are glorifying him you know kingdom things like any ministry whether it's this podcast or anything like that or anything that you're facing at your job or just literally anything okay um just remain obedient to God's calling. If God is calling you to a certain thing, if God is calling you to help the needs, help the homeless, to go and volunteer more, to preach more, to become a pastor, because a pastor is lead, lead. It's a big, it's a big role, okay? But if he's calling you to these things, just remember that he wouldn't, why would he call you if he knew you weren't able to go, to accomplish it, if he knew you weren't able or capable of doing it? So I have to remind myself and we have to remind ourselves that God is able to do the impossible, that God is calling us there because he knows we're able to accomplish it through the Holy Spirit. Because again, we have the Holy Spirit within us, the same spirit that raised God from the, raised Jesus from the dead lives in us, the same spirit that heals people, the same spirit that, that Jesus walked, the, the fruit of the spirit lives within us and we have to remind ourselves that we have the authority and power to trample on all serpents and scorpions and all over the power of the enemy as it says in luke ten nineteen, i believe yes luke ten nineteen, that we have that authority we have that power we just need to f- be fully immersed and confident godfident as i like to call it and god's will and god's obedience and that obedience towards god and his will but i'll end it off from there so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i hope paul's journey and his haters and everything like that kind of encouraged you guys to continue with god again paul didn't do this out of rationally he didn't go and destroy things to protest okay or to go out and be heard okay he did this very calmly in a very calm act of manner because i feel like that's the only way people are able to listen to you if you're trying to get attention by doing all these other things and doing the most reckless things then that's probably not a good idea because again you have to think about would jesus do that okay you have to remind yourself what would jesus do anyways i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode i hope paul's um obedience encouraged you guys and kind of inspired you guys and just a good reminder to continue with god's calling and remain obedient and committed towards him and to continue to spread the gospel with everyone else make sure you follow um my social media platforms on the tiktok subscribe to the youtube channel um the instagram uh, I will be posting more on TikTok, just more content. So if you guys are wanting different things, make sure you reach out to me on the Instagram platforms. Um, if you have any suggestions for future messages, for future episodes, make sure you reach out to me on the Instagram platform. 
if you guys want any prayer i will be taking prayer requests on anything that you guys need prayer for i am gladly and would love to be praying for you on anything whether it's a test whether it's your dog eating your homework or whether your dog is barking like mine is as not doing it right now but just anything please reach out i would love to pray for you and get together and kind of connect and build life together with you guys so make sure you do that and yeah i hope you guys are having an amazing thanksgiving week i will talk to you guys later on probably it will be after thanksgiving but i hope you guys will eat good and have the beautiful rest of your week i love you guys bye bye